Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. Today's podcast is going to be all about why you're not a failure for deciding not to go through with a contest prep for whatever reason that might be and whatever stage you make that decision you're not a failure for making that decision so whether it be that you were going to prep but have decided not to go through with it before you've started that prep or if you've started a contest prep but actually realized part way through that it's not the right thing for you to do it's not the right goal for you maybe it's not in line with what your values are in life right now or if you've completed your first competitive season but you found actually it wasn't as enjoyable as you thought it might be it wasn't something that actually really added to your life you're not failing by deciding not to go through with another prep or deciding to stop your prep partway through or deciding not to go through with the goal that you once thought was right for you. You're no less of a person for doing that. In fact, I would argue that you're a much stronger person for deciding to actually take charge and do what's right for you in comparison to just carrying on down a path that was what you had once thought was right for you it's you know change is really hard change is so difficult and post-show is really hard the transition away from a contest prep or the the transition away from bodybuilding into the rest of your life is an incredibly challenging process so much so that many people actually shy away from it. They put it off and they just continue to prep, even though they know that that's not right for them. Or they go through that process partially. They might partway recover from prep and be in the process of an improvement season. Or, you know, they might have decided to hang up their heels, start recovering from contest prep, but then realize that actually that recovery process is really difficult, 10 times more difficult than prep is. And so they might dive straight back into a contest prep because they can't deal with that recovery process. It's that hard. And so, like I said previously, actually, you are a very strong person. I would argue you're a much stronger person if you know that prep is not right for you and you decide to to stop prep than actually carrying on when you know that it's not the right thing for you to do. Um, And actually, you know, competing can give us a bit of a false sense of progression in life. It gives us a sense of achievement with us progressing towards our bodybuilding or physique-related goals. But actually, once bodybuilding is then removed, so once you decide to, you know, to, to move away from bodybuilding, or you might even be forced to move away from bodybuilding if you encounter things like illness, injury, if you have a family member that needs looking after, unforeseeable circumstances can sometimes force us to make that transition away from bodybuilding sooner than what we had planned. So once bodybuilding has been removed, 
you have to ask, have you actually been progressing outside of with your physique or hasn't has bodybuilding actually given you a false sense of progression in life? Because I think that is the case for a lot of people. It can also be used as a bit of a coping mechanism and that's all well and good, but you can't use it as a coping mechanism forever. And if you have other areas of life that you need to give your attention, if you have certain struggles that you need to deal with, if you have certain issues that you need to deal with and you just suppress them and mask them and keep your mind busy and keep your body busy so that you don't have the time and space to deal with those issues via body you keep yourself busy via bodybuilding so that you don't have the time and space to deal with those issues then those issues are only going to they're not going to disappear by you suppressing them and keeping yourself distracted they're still going to be there when you eventually come away from bodybuilding. And actually, if you do suppress them for long periods, they're probably going to be worse than if you had actually addressed them in the first place. So bodybuilding sometimes used as a bit of a coping mechanism. It's sometimes used to, to mask certain issues and it sometimes gives us a false sense of progression. You only get one body and one mind. If you are someone that personally cares about your health and you're finding that competing is having really big negative consequences for you as an individual, such as with your relationship with food, if you've gone years without a menstrual cycle, if you have chronically low estrogen, if you have a really terrible body image, if your quality of life has taken a massive hit, then don't be afraid to step away from bodybuilding and do what's right for you. It does not make you any less of a person for doing that. And I just wanted to note as well, when I'm talking about stepping away from it because of the negative consequences it may be having from a health perspective, please note that I said here, if you do care about your health, obviously, if you don't care about your health and bodybuilding is your number one priority, bodybuilding is the only thing that matters to you in life, then by all means, you might see those negative health effects and still want to pursue your bodybuilding related goals, but that's on you. And you need to accept the consequences of your actions and make your own educated decisions. But I wanted to do this podcast to touch on the fact that you're not a failure for for deciding not to prep because I think a lot of people do feel like they are failing if they do stop a contest prep early or they don't go through with it if it's something that they had once planned for themselves or if eventually they decide that actually competing is something that once served them really well and once added to their life but it's no longer offering what what they need to. I think when people make these decisions to move away, it can be really hard and people often end up staying in bodybuilding and and competing for, for longer than it's actually serving them because they're worried of feeling like a failure. They're worried of what other people might think on social media. They're worried about what their coach might think. They're worried about what people might think in real life. They might be worried about the impacts it might have on the business. 
And I think this fear of failure stops a lot of people from moving away when it's probably appropriate for them to move away. Um, and I want to sort of tackle that. And like I said, competing can give us a false sense of progression in life. There are other areas in life in which you can progress. I think sometimes, especially when we follow a lot of other people in the bodybuilding industry on social media, it can end up seeming as though if we're not competing, we're we're somehow less of a person or we are not succeeding as much as everybody else is. Um, competing is, is glamorized. It can seem like we're missing out if we're not participating in it. If we are following a lot of a large percentage of bodybuilders on social media. And so something that can help you if you do decide to go through and stop a prep or you decide that even if you've competed in the past, it's not for you any longer and you don't want to do it again in the future. If you've done your first prep, it wasn't as enjoyable as what you thought and you don't really want to go through with a prep again, but you're finding it difficult and you're scared of of failing and you're scared of what other people might think something that I think it's really helpful to do is diversify your social media feed because if you're following solely bodybuilders it is going to seem almost like bodybuilders are the majority of the population when in fact they are a minority you know if you walk out on the streets in the city wherever you live you don't see majoritively bodybuilders out there. However, if we just follow bodybuilders on social media, it's going to seem like bodybuilders are the majority when they're really not. And it's an extreme sport that isn't right for the majority of people, ultimately. So diversifying our social media feed can really help give us a more accurate visualization, a more ac accurate representation of real life so that's something that I recommend my clients do it's something that I would recommend all of you do follow a diverse range of different people for different reasons don't just follow people for their bodies follow a diverse range of different people in different bodies that offer different benefits you might follow somebody who is really great in the field of psychology and you don't follow them for anything to do with their physical appearance you might follow some of your friends who you want to catch up with but it's important that we have diversity in our social media feed so that it gives us a bit more of an accurate representation of the general population in my opinion um and doesn't warp our perception of what the majority actually is. And like I said, especially if you're deciding to move away from bodybuilding, it's definitely something to consider in that circumstance because you don't want to be thinking, oh, I'm the only person that's not going through a prep. You don't want to be thinking that going through a prep is the only way in which you can progress in life because it's not there are so many different areas of life we can progress with and um diversifying our, our social media feed can help us realize that and it can help also spark our interest in other areas of life as well 
and give us other things to focus on and other things to to learn about as well and can make us much more complete people as opposed to people that are all we have is bodybuilding and nothing else we want to have more about us as people than that and we want to have more interest than that so that when we do eventually move away from bodybuilding because it will that time will come for everybody we don't feel like we've lost our identity essentially and I'm now going to talk about some of the reasons you might actually decide to stop a contest prep some of the reasons or the things to look out for that might indicate it's right for you to take a step back and again you've got to make this decision for yourself you know yourself better than anybody else knows yourself and so it's really important to make this decision for yourself and not for anybody else and having an awareness of these things what you might want to look out for is super important so the first reason you might want to actually stop a contest prep or decide not to go through one again in the future, if you've been through one in the past, is if prep is now actually taking more from you than it's offering you. So if prep is having more of a negative impact on you than offering you than what it's offering you then why would you go through with it? Why would you continue to do something that is having more of a negative effect on you than a positive effect? And yes, you know, things in life worth having don't come easy, but if the whole entire process of prep and the including the show day and everything about it if that whole process is adding more negatives to your life than it's giving you positives that is probably a sign that you personally should take a step back the people who are prepping for the right reasons they will genuinely love the entire process and they won't see what they have to do as sacrifices. They will see them as a part of their life, a part of their sport and a, a necessity. They won't see the, the things that you might perceive as negatives to be negatives. They won't perceive them to be sacrifices. But if prep is taking from you personally more than it's offering you, it's probably a time a sign that you need to take a step back whether that be temporarily or permanently another reason you might decide to stop prep is if you develop severely disordered eating so when I say this I'm talking about more than just being a little bit food focused it's worth bearing in mind that prep itself is not healthy and you are going to most likely in most circumstances see your relationship with food take a little bit of a hit however if you develop severely disordered eating if you develop an eating disorder then you need to take a step back from prep and you need to stop there's a difference between having some disordered eating habits that might occur as a result of 
pursuing an extreme sport like bodybuilding and participating in a contest prep and and severely disordered eating or having an eating disorder. There are levels to that and you need to have an awareness of what eating disorders look like. And you need to, when you go into bodybuilding, you need to have an awareness of the effects it can have on your relationship with food. And you need to, before you actually go into prep, you almost need to decide how much you're willing to tolerate and you need to be aware of your own personal history when it comes to your relationship with food and how that might impact what negative effects you experience during a prep as well. Because if you have had troubles with your relationship with food in the past, the likelihood of you struggling with more issues from a relationship with food perspective when you then enter a contest prep is probably going to be higher in comparison to someone who has never struggled with their relationship with food so you need to be aware of that and you need to be educated on what can happen how to minimize the negative effects during a contest prep from a relationship with food perspective and you need to almost make a a decision on you know if x happens i'm going to stop prep so that you don't have to think about that too much when you're in the depth of prep you you have set that boundary with yourself so that if that adaptation happens you stop prep there and then because it's very hard to make educated decisions when you're actually in the midst of a contest prep and you're very emotionally involved you've invested a lot of time energy effort into that goal your sole focus is stepping on stage and getting stage lean and that intense focus and having that insane overarching extreme goal can really take away from your ability to make objective decisions because you're so emotionally invested in the process and in the goal that you're striving to achieve when you're in the midst of a prep. So I would set certain boundaries before you even enter a prep on what you're going to tolerate from the negative adaptations to a prep. On top of that, I would advise stopping a prep if your mental health really takes a big hit. If you have things that you need to deal with, if you have a lot going on in your life and, there's you need to allow yourself time and space to feel and process the emotions that might be cropping up you might want to stop prep because like I said previously prep can be a huge distraction and actually if you are distracting yourself via using a prep those emotions and those feelings that you're suppressing they will still be there at the end and they might actually be there a lot worse. So if you've got a lot going on personally and you have a lot of emotions cropping up that you need to deal with, you might want to stop prep so you can deal with those emotions rather than letting your mental health take a massive hit. So that's another thing to look out for. The next point I wanted to make is if you can't remember the last time you had a period you might want to to stop contest prep. It's really important to bear in mind that 
not having a period doesn't just mean that you might not be able to have children. So you can't just say, oh, well, I don't want kids, so it's fine that I don't have a period. That's not the case. There are other negatives that will come with that. If you don't have a period for extended periods of time, pardon the pun, you will likely have very low estrogen. That can lead to issues with bone mineral density. It can lead to issues such as osteoporosis when we're older. It can lead to issues with our heart health and so much more. It's not just short-term issues that can occur as a result of amenorrhea, which is the absence of our menstrual cycle. These issues with low bone mineral density, these, this increase in likelihood of us struggling with heart problems, these are long-term effects that we're going to have to deal with for the rest of our lives. Do you really want to encounter those risks? Do you really want to put yourself at those long-term risks? for the sake of stepping on stage. These are things that you have to think about and you have to think long-term rather than just thinking about the immediate future. And even going back to the point on want, if you want children or not, you might not want children now, but do you want to completely shut off that opportunity for the rest of your life? Because that could happen if you really, really, really push it to the extreme and you impair your hormone health to an extreme. It's not just about the here and now. Like I said, you might not want children now, but what about in 10, 20 years time? Do you want to completely close that door for yourself forever? These are things that you need to think about. And like I said, I'm not just talking if you've missed one or two periods Yes, that's probably going to, we shouldn't normalize it, but yes, that's probably going to happen during a contest prep because most of us are going to have to spend a period of time in a state of low energy availability during a contest prep. And what that means is that we don't have enough energy left over after our, our daily expenditure for our bodily functions, such as our menstrual cycle. And that is where we will lose our period. So most of us are going to have to lose our period for a certain amount of time during a contest prep it's going to happen it shouldn't be normalized but it's probably going to happen when we're pushing to that extreme but when it comes to people who are losing their periods for extended periods of time when they're not regaining their period during improvement seasons and if you can't remember the last time you had a period or if it's been years you need to spend some time away really thinking about that and thinking about the long-term consequences of that as opposed to just thinking about the here and now. Now, the next little red flag or reason you might want to take a step back from competing for a period of time or move away from it forever, it's, you know, whatever's right for you, is if you feel like you don't have an identity whatsoever or if you feel like you have no purpose outside of bodybuilding. This is a bit of a red flag because if you feel that way, if you feel like you have no identity and no purpose outside of bodybuilding, you've got to ask yourself, what if bodybuilding was taken away? What would your life look like? How would your mental health be? Because sometimes competing could be taken away from us 
for circumstances completely outside of our control what if you got really ill what if you got injured what if you had a family member that needed looking after so you couldn't go through your prep you need to keep other aspects of your life intact so that if these things do happen you have those things to keep you going and you have those things to keep your mental health intact and to keep your sense of purpose you need to recognize your positive qualities as a person outside of you just being a bodybuilder or outside of you being someone who is lean and looks great. Because there are, like I said, there's going to be times where actually these things might be taken away from us due to factors outside of our control. And on top of that, there is going to be a time for absolutely every competitor where you choose to step away from bodybuilding for whatever reason or where it's where the time is right for you to step away from bodybuilding you're not going to prep for the rest of your entire life and so when that time comes it's going to make the transition into life after bodybuilding so much easier if you've kept other aspects of your life intact and if you still have other interests outside of just going through contest prep so Think long term and keep these interests, keep pursuing other goals outside of just stepping on stage, keep in touch with family and friends that don't compete, don't lose these other aspects of life, don't lose yourself to bodybuilding, make sure that you have an identity outside of that, think long term, it's so important. And so if you do feel like you've completely lost yourself to bodybuilding, if you feel like if bodybuilding was removed, you would have nothing left. That is a bit of a red flag in my opinion. And I would personally advise taking a little bit of a break from it. It doesn't have to be permanently. It could just be taking a step back for a period of time, realigning yourself, getting back in touch with family and friends that don't compete, pursuing other interests for a period of time, finding out what makes you happy as a person, recognizing your positive qualities as a person outside of you just being a competitor and then you could always come back into bodybuilding when you're in a better place and when you've re-established your identity and who you are outside of you just being a competitor so you know that and then when the time does come to step away from competing you've already got that you know who you are you haven't lost yourself you know you're more of a person than just who you are as a competitor that's going to make that transition when it eventually comes so much easier and if any unforeseeable life circumstances get in the way of competing again you have a purpose if you get injured and you can't train you still have positive aspects of your life that you can enjoy and you still have a lot of things that you can be grateful for you need to recognize that so that is a big one in my opinion Another reason you might decide to stop prep or take a step back from prep temporarily is if you have a huge work or education-based goal that you need to dedicate a huge amount of time, energy, and effort to. Prep takes, it requires so much of our time, energy, and effort. We have to give so, so much to it. It's very hard to give our everything to two different things. And so if you try and pursue an absolutely massive work or education-based goal 
at the same time as a contest prep, the likelihood is that one of the two is going to be done at less than the best of your ability, less than your best. And so in my opinion, what I would recommend doing is focusing on one at a time. So focus on the work or education-based goal. Give that your everything. Do that to the best of your ability. And then if you still want to afterwards, come to prep. It's really important to prep under the right circumstances so that we're able to produce the best end product possible and minimize the negative effects to our health that we may experience through a prep. So you're not going to respond the best that you possibly can through a prep if you're really stressed because you're trying to juggle everything at once. If you have a huge work or education-based goal, focus on that first and then the stage will always be there. It's not going to disappear. So if you decide you want to go through with prep at a later date, that's absolutely fine. But you've got to ask yourself, is it worth sacrificing a promotion at work or graduating? just to go through a contest prep you've got to again think long term when it comes to these questions rather than just thinking about what you want in this immediate moment right here right now another red flag in my opinion and a sign that you definitely need to take a step back from bodybuilding whether that be temporarily or whether that end up being permanently is if you can't deal with the process of regaining body fat post-show we need to regain body fat post-show for health and for our ability to function as people in our personal lives in our work lives our ability to thrive rests on our ability to regain body fat post-show stage lean is not maintainable we should know that when we enter a contest prep unfortunately not everyone is educated on that and not everybody fully understands that but it is a fact and you do have to regain body fat post-show stage lean is not something that we can maintain over the long term it's something that has to be reversed and so if you can't accept regaining body fat post-show you need to take a step back from bodybuilding and reassess and recognize that if you want to function to the best of your ability and if you want to regain your health which you need to do post-show as quickly as you possibly can you have to regain body fat. So if you're really struggling with that, I would highly recommend taking a step back from bodybuilding and maybe taking a more holistic, sustainable approach to your training, nutrition, fitness-based goals, as opposed to going through the process of of stepping on stage. Because that fact is never going to change that you have to regain body fat post-showing it. If you can't accept it, then you shouldn't be competing because it's going to have a really, really negative effect on your psychological health and your physical health if you can't accept that fact and you're going to struggle every single time you go through a prep and then you have to go through the post-show process if you can't accept that your body has to change through that process the next point is if you're competing just to please other people you're not competing for the right reasons. If you're, if you're competing just because you think it will make your coach happy because they just post people's transformations on their Instagram all the time and that's what they, that's what they congratulate and that's what they seem to be really proud of, 
if you think that you're competing just to make your coach happy that is a wrong reason for competing it is not worth the negative effects it will have on your health to compete just to please somebody else another person you might or some people might compete to please are people on social media they might think that well they might get a little bit more engagement if they are posting competition lean photos. However, we need to take the focus away from external gratification and do things to for ourselves if we ever want to be truly happy and if we ever want to leave a really fu- lead a really fulfilling life. It's never going to make us truly happy and truly fulfilled chasing external gratification doing things to please other people so you need to take your focus away from that and stop trying to achieve other people's versions of success and achieve our own versions of success and set our goals based on what makes us happy and what our values in life are don't also compete to please your boyfriend it's probably the worst idea ever. Again, it's not worth the negative effects that you will see from a health perspective. It's not worth the sacrifices you will have to make to get to that goal to compete to please somebody else. So don't do it unless it's a goal you're setting for yourself and yourself only. The last reason I would say I'm going to mention in this podcast that you might not want to prep or you might want to to stop prep is if stress was extremely high even before starting your prep because prep in itself is a huge stressor a calorie deficit is a form of stress if we already have very high stress levels before entering a prep those stress levels are only going to get worse and worse. That will negatively impact how you respond from a body composition perspective, as well as the way that you feel within yourself. And it will also make the negative health effects you will see during prep even worse if stress is extremely high for a prolonged period of time. So if stress is extremely high, even before you started your prep, recovery is not going to be in a good place if you've not set yourself up to respond well, physically and mentally, you should probably give yourself a bit of a break from prep, remove that stress. Make sure that you set yourself up for a successful contest prep, both mentally and physically. Make sure that your body image is in a good place. Make sure your relationship with food is in a good place. Make sure that your in a really good position from a physical health perspective. Make sure you have a regular menstrual cycle for a consistent period of time. Make sure that you have a sex drive. Make sure you haven't got any deficiencies. If any of these issues are present before you go into a prep, they will only get worse throughout the prep. And in a lot of cases, they will probably take longer to repair. This is not just about your immediate future. This is not just about your immediate health. It's about your long-term health and quality of life. You only get one body, you only get one mind. Think about your decisions, own your decisions and accept the consequences of your decisions. But I really wanted to do this podcast because there are some legitimate reasons, those in which I've spoken about during this this podcast, that 
it would probably be best for you not to go through with the contest prep. And I don't think it's spoken about enough because competing is glamorized. And I think that people can often feel like they are a failure if they don't go ahead with their goal of stepping on stage. But that is far from the case. And like I said at the start of this podcast, you are actually a much stronger person if you choose to go against the done thing and if you choose to actually change your path in comparison to just going down a path because you think it's the done thing or because it's a goal you once set yourself that was once right for you if that goal has changed change your direction along with that if your values have changed or you've realized that the goal you set yourself wasn't really the right goal for you and it wasn't in line with your values don't be afraid to change your direction you only get one life don't waste it doing something that's not right for you. I hope this podcast has helped, guys. If anyone has any questions, as always, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I am genuinely always happy to help however I possibly can. And you are more than welcome to drop me a DM on Instagram. My Instagram is Danny Bosworth. Um, if anyone wants to get any supplements from Fullball, you can use the code Danny10 at the checkout to save you a little bit of money. And please make sure anyone who is currently prepping, has prepped in the past or is going to prep in the future, make sure you join the Flourishing Competitor community on Facebook. It's completely free. Myself and Charlie are going to be posting the majority of our content on there, our Q&As, our lectures on topics such as body image, relationship with food. We're essentially going to be providing the support that you need post-show and when you're transitioning into life after bodybuilding. So please join us because we would absolutely love to have you and we would love your input on the Q&As that we're doing in there. So please join us. It's called The Flourishing Competitor and it's a, a group on Facebook. Um, but as I said, guys, if any of you have any questions, please do reach out. And it would mean the world if you could like, subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you could share that you're listening on your Instagram story, I would appreciate that from the bottom of my heart so that I can reach more people and help more people. I've got some exciting guests coming up. Please keep your eyes peeled and um, keep a lookout for those. I upload every Monday as always. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I hope you've all had a wonderful Easter weekend and I will speak to you next week.